Welcome to our Panini. This is Saratoga Best. We are in the week of Lech Lecha. Um, according to my research of interviewing people, I noticed that uh, many people are feeling um, something different. Uh, where am I going? Uh, can, I'm, I'm not quite sure, but, you know, it, it's not the regular. The kind of stuff that we're used to feeling in Parshas Nayach, uh, confused and um and as the Rebbe says that Parshas Nayach is a Kalamut Nivach, but then it gets better towards the end of the week, and then we're living with Avram Avinu. So this week, living with Avram Avinu, somehow it, it feels more of the same to a lot of people. It's just, you know, what am I doing with my life? So here's the question. Not everybody's conscious of it. Uh, people just, everybody has an excuse. No, it's because... uh I changed apartments or we had to get a new car or I decided to become a vegetarian or something. So everybody has a different excuse except for me. I say, forget all those excuses. It's the Parsha. So what does it have to do with the Parsha? Isn't it a happy Parsha? Lachlacha. Isn't it a happy Parsha? Yes. We're moving on to Eretz Yisrael. However, Avram Avinu was told there are two parts to it. Leave behind everything familiar. On the other hand, on the other hand, on the other hand, um, we don't know where we're going to. Hashem doesn't say, leave behind everything familiar and I will take you to Eretz Yisrael. Hashem says, just go to the land that I will show you. So, we go from Easy to hard to easy to hard to easy to hard. The hard part is leave behind everything familiar. What are you leaving behind? You're leaving behind your land. You know, everybody has their, the, the, the place they came from. You know, one's Canadian, another one's uh, Brazilian. And it's very different. And much of who you are, a lot of who you are is shaped by whether you're Canadian or Brazilian. So, you, that has to be left behind. Now, that's a big chunk of who you are, so who am I going to be after that? That artacha, muladatcha, we're not even going to go to what it means. We're just going to go into the simple. If you leave behind your land, I'm no longer Canadian. I'm, I'm, I, I'm Brazilian. I don't know. I don't even know what it feels like to be Brazilian. But one is cold, the other one is hot, kind of. One is very in the box, one is very square, and the other one is much more flowing. So how do I leave behind that that I did for all those years? Malazka is my birthplace. Well, if I was born there, you know, I have a certain, I have a certain allegiance to it. And therefore, you know, it, it, it's going to produce a certain kind of energy um, it's not going to be easy to leave behind. And Beis my father's house. Well, what do you mean? My father's house. My father said. My father taught me what is. I was, I was, um, what's the word? Imprinted in theta and delta wave, in the hypnotic wave, from age zero to seven. That's what it says biologically. Without a filter. That means what I was taught from age zero to seven, that to me, by definition of the brain wave that is most dominant in those years, that's the truth. And that's the real truth. So leaving all that behind is the hard part. 
And then, another hard part. Hashem says, go forth. Okay. Okay, now you feel at least you're moving. You're getting somewhere. Where are you going? Don't know. The Pasuk doesn't say, excuse me. The Pasuk doesn't say, go, go, leave all this behind and go to the land of Israel. In other words, it might be worth it to leave it all behind, although this is an extreme effort and I wouldn't know how to do it. But I'm going to the land of Israel. Okay. Destination is a good destination. It's probably better than what I left behind. But in this case, I don't know where I'm going. Avram Avinu is not told where he's going. He has nothing to type into the GPS. When he goes on Waze, and it says, Waze asks you where you're going, and then it tells you how long it's going to take, what the route is. Everything then becomes predictable. You can look it all up on the map, you know, step, step by step by step when you go into Waze because you know where you're going. If Waze asks you, where do you want to go, and you say, I don't know, then Waze says, well, if you don't know, I don't know, and um, it doesn't help you. Waze isn't going to reach out to you and give you directions because you don't want to say where you're going. Why don't you want to say where you're going? You don't know where you're going. So Google, Google Maps can't help you. Waze can't help you. None of these things can help you. So that's the energy of this week. I don't really know where I'm going. Now, so where's the good part? How is Lech Lecha a happy Parsha? Because Hashem says, I'm going to give you something even better than ways, which is, I will take you, it's a guaranteed success. I'm getting, I will take you to the best possible place for you. So why would you need to know where you're going? If you need to know where you're going, you're going to be going to a place of what's called gavul. It's going to be a limited type of a journey. You know where you're going. You type it into Google Maps. You, you know, it's very predictable, and the results you're going to get will be pretty predictable. If you don't know where you're going, and some kind of irresponsible person takes you, no good. But if Hashem is taking you, Ella Arta Shereka, I'm taking you to the land that I will show you. Erev Atzmacha, with my very essence to your essence. Then now we're talking about something that is worth all the struggle. But since we're not used to the unknown, we're walking into a vacuum. We're walking into literally an unknown. And we're just closing our eyes and just following just following. Just just keep one foot in front of the other. Since we're not used to it, or most of us are not used to it, it can be pretty uncomfortable. I would say scary, but let's 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 be let's be generous. Let's call it uncomfortable. Hence most people that I interviewed this week feel uncomfortable. And they don't know why. They thought it was just because they decided to change their diet. Or because um you know, some superficial reason. Uh but it's not. It's because we don't know where we're going. We do. We know where we're going is the promised land. It's your promised land, the land that's promised to you. 
the 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 the, the earthiness the real everyday grassroots grounded life that belongs only to you, your grounded place, your next step of groundedness, that's where you're going. But to enjoy that journey is like the, the is exactly like what we went through when we were in the desert in the Mun for, for 40 years, in the, in the Midbar for 40 years. You never knew from minute to minute what's happening. We come to a place, when we were wandering in the desert for 40 years, we come to a place and we don't know if we're staying there for 19 years or overnight. We simply don't know. The people who started to develop um, an appetite for that kind of living because they felt warm and safe because this is directed by Hashem, they probably had a great time. The people who needed predictability, like me, probably had a very difficult time. So this is the week when the men become separated from the boys. Or within your own personality, the man in you, or the woman in you, becomes separated from the girl in you, so to speak, the men from the boys. The higher aspect in you that says, just give me Hashem's very essence, essence to essence. Don't tell me where you're taking me, Hashem. The less you tell me, the safer I feel. The more I just wing it, I just put myself in your hands and I just I just float in your warm embrace, Hashem. Now that I've been in the I was in the sukkah for eight days and I was floating in your warm embrace anyway, the more I do that, the safer I feel. That's a frequency in us. But if we move up to that frequency and we just came out of it on Sukkot, if we can recall that frequency and, um, and, and step up into it for the whole year, we will feel warm and safe and cozy. The part in us that's still addicted to Gullus that wants predictability will feel unwarm, unsafe, and uncozy. So it looks like the battle, and when the battle is being fought on many fronts. The battle is, Lech Lecha means we, Avram Avinu and his children, he's our father, we're going to be going into the land of Israel, and then, and the war really begins then. It's not like they say, hi, what's your name? I'm Avram Avinu. Great. Oh, would you like us to vacate um, this land of Canaan so that you can uh, you can come you can come and 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 live here? Uh, and Avram Avinu says, uh, "Yeah, that would be really good." They don't say that. They don't they don't say, "Sure, we'll we'll vacate this place that we've been in for however many years nineteen wait nineteen hundred and seventy five years I think uh, to that point uh, in history." They don't say that. They say, this is ours, you don't belong here. Right? So the battle really begins in Lech Lecha. So that's now the bad part, that, that Hashem is saying to Avram Avinu, I'm going to take you to a wonderful place. Oh, I didn't tell you there won't be a war involved with it. I just said it's a wonderful place. So, so the issue is that this is a week of war. This is a week of battle. So. Besides that we're in the midst of a global historical battle of Mashiach fighting Amalek, 
or rather, sorry, a Amalek fighting Mashiach, and Mashiach fighting Yilcham Achanas Hashem V'yinetzeach, fighting the words of Hashem to be victorious for Hashem, for the truth of Hashem against Amalek, and to once and for all destroy Amalek through this battle. We're in that globally, and it's, we're not going to mention all the details as they're but it's a it's a glo- it's a global political social spiritual war etc. But in this week we understand that we're in the midst of a personal internal battle because your higher frequency or your lower fre- frequency is doing battle with your higher frequency. Your lower frequency says just tell me predictably where I'm going, make it very predictable, make it very in the box. Very, you know, very square, so I can deal with it. That's your lower frequency. And your higher frequency says, I don't need to, I don't want to know where I'm going. I'd rather feel the warm coziness of Hashem taking me to a much better place without me understanding where I'm going. So, with all of that in mind, if you feel uncomfortable this week, well, yeah. <laughs> You're in the midst of an intense, Political, social, spiritual, internal, external, worldwide, plus personal, battle, plus Torah battle, plus, 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 plus. So it's not a simple week. And yet, it was preceded by Parshas Nayach being the week in which, at the end of the week, Avram Avinu enters the scene and it becomes happy. So here we are. Okay, so we're going to say just a few pieces. We're going to do this in three parts. Um, not all three parts today. Um, and the Sikha of Tavshin and Beis, in the Sikha, the Rebbe is speaking about Lech Lecha is for us today. And we'll just do a little bit of it. Because um, the Rebbe is saying that Lech Lecha begins with the whole promise, I will give you the land of Israel, as we've said before. And at the end, it ends with bris, bris, um, um, bris Mila. And so there's so much in it. In it you have, in this Parsha, the promise of Hashem to give us Eretz Yisrael and, and the assurance that Eretz Yisrael belongs to us and also Bris Mila. You have something very general, very huge. Us, the land of Israel belongs to us. That's very big. And bris mila is very small. That's you. You're a little bris mila, as opposed to the bris of bris bain of the sarm of Hashem promising us, promising us the land of Israel. And they're both they're both a covenant. So, um, what is it for us today? Because that's really the question that the Rebbe is going to ask. Is you know lech lecha already happened? We we did the parsha when it happened with Avram Avinu. So what is it doing for us today, essentially? And also, just a couple more pieces. We know that with Avram Avinu, the preparation for Masin began. So there are 2,000 years of Taihu, 2,000 years of Taira, and 2,000 years of Mashiach. So the 2,000 years of Taihu, Essentially, 2,000 years. Avram Avinu was born in the year 1948, 1948 years after creation. The world was created. When did Lech Lecha happen to him? Um, oh, when he was 75. Sorry. So that was around, well, 48 and 75, whatever the math is. 
I forget. 98. I'm going to wait. Oh, so the year 2000 and 2023. Well, that's interesting. Hmm. Hmm. Okay. In the, the year 2023 from creation, Avram Avinu was told Lech Lecha. We got two years ago. Uh, isn't that when they're having the new elections in the U.S.? <laughs> okay. So, again, it's, it's the Hebrew date, 2023. Very interesting. And so, but Lech Lecha began with the command of Hashem to Avram Avinu, everything we said before. Leave behind all of it. And so the question here that the Rebbe is asking is that everything in Tyra, which is a Hira, is eternal for every single person and every single Jew in every single place for all times. So what is the Hira here? It's for us, all of us, all times, all places. What is it for me right here? On the day of the sixth day, what is today? The sixth day of Cheshvan in the year Tavshin Base, Teishnas Plus Bakol. What is Lech Lecha for me now? What is all this? How does it affect me? Besides what I said, that everybody's feeling wondering. Who am I? Where am I? Where am I going? How do I do this? Because you can say that Lech Lecha was the one and only time what happened one time. And we can't answer that. A very simple answer. We have to know that Avram Avinu went through it as a preparation for Matan Taira. That's a nice answer. It's very sweet. What was le- what's Lech Lecha? In order to receive the Taira, remember we said 2,000 years of Taihu, of chaos, 2,000 years of Taira, and 2,000 years of Mashiach. In order for the 2,000 years of Taira to begin, Avram Avinu had to be told, leave behind everything. So that's why, that's what Lech Lecha is. Says the, the Rebbe, yeah, but don't stop there. It's a fairly simplistic understanding of it. And not only that, one more question, a couple of, a couple of more questions that jump in our face. Every year, when we read it, and everything, when we read this Parsha, and every year and every day the Parsha is designed to be brand new, fresh. It happens as if it happened the first time, but even stronger. So, um, what is it now? If the original Lech Lecha was, how many years ago? Uh, 5782 minus 2023, whatever the math is, 4,000 years ago. Um if that was the original one, again, me here, now, what is it now? So, and one other thing, we need an explanation. Um, the preparation for Matsutair is now. Right. If Lechlecha is preparing us for Matsutair, uh, last time I checked, anybody who the whole, most people who learn Tyra say, remember we had Matan Tyra in the year 2448? Most people acknowledge that it already happened. Big historical events. Our whole Yiddishkeit is based on Matan Tyra, the giving of the Tyra. We, most regular people acknowledge that it already happened. And it only happened one time. Tyra says, there won't be another Matan Tyra. 
So the preparation for Matantaira happened once since Matantaira happened once. Um, so what what are you doing preparing for something that already happened? You know, like, oh, yeah, I'm so busy. I'm I'm preparing for Y2K. Remember Y2K, the year 2000? So what are you doing all day? Oh, this year I'm so I'm preparing for Y2K. Um, uh, don't want to tell you, but uh, that was 20, 22 years ago. Like, huh? no, seriously, I missed it. It already happened. Uh, yes. You know, where you been? Where you been? I once actually did that. I, for station identification, I once actually did that. There was a very special girl I remember in learning in Mahon. And she used to say, I so, want, I so badly want to get married. I so badly I want to meet my Bishirik and get married. And one day, you know, several years later she did. And I was so happy for her. And and um, and I was waiting for the day of her wedding. And um, I thought it was Monday night. I was so excited. And Sunday night I gave a shear for a very long time. I was someone's house giving a shear and came home very late. I said, ah, tomorrow night is Michal's wedding. I can't wait. And I, you know, I just want to check what time. And I went to look at the invitation, and it said Sunday night. I still didn't get over it. <laughs> I missed the entire thing. <laughs> when I told her, she said, it's okay. I said, no, it may be okay for you. It's not okay for me. I waited for, you know, she really, I waited for a few years. She was quite intent about, you know, you're going to dance at my wedding. Like, yes. And then I missed it. Right? So. <laughs> <laughs> I always thought it was Monday night. So, what? Modern Tyra is over? Oh, my goodness. I thought we were doing Lechacha. We were still preparing for it. When, seriously? When did they do it? Oh, my goodness. Where have I been? So, what am I doing in Lechacha? And not only that, one other point is that the Indian of Modern Tyra happens every single day. Nice and a Tyra. Right now, here, now. It is, it's not only do it as if it's, it's brand new. It is brand new. It is brand new. It's a fresh thing that happens every year and every year uh, in Parshas Lachlacha, etc. And every day and every minute. So what are we doing in Lachlacha right now? And the and one other point before we give the answer. You cannot say that the Abayit of Lachlacha as a preparation for modern Tyre is only for those people who are lacking in their connection to Tyre. That would be an interesting answer. Lechlecha is for people who just miss the boat. It's not just for people who miss the boat. Or else maybe it's for, maybe we all miss the boat. And why is it not just for people who are, who miss the boat? They just didn't get it at Modern Tire. They just forgot to show up. They missed Michal's wedding. But the, the Paula, the revelation of the Aserta Dibras, of the Ten Commandments at the time of Modern Tire, which happened the very first time and happens every single year, did not depend on your level. So you can't have missed the boat. You were there whether you forgot to show up or not. You were there. The revelation of Matantaira had an effect on the entire world. A bird didn't chirp. Uh, nothing, everything stopped. And every single Jew, their neshamas left. Which showed that we, it's a whole other topic, we came to a level of completing our shlichas and then we came back ten times. So, so here's the question. So, now we get to the answer. 
and we're just going to do it a short answer, and then we will continue tomorrow. The Nakuda of the answer is, what are we doing with Lechacha now? Excuse me. What are we doing with Lechacha now? We already had Matantaira. Lechacha prepares you for Matantaira. Been there, done that. It's over. What are we doing with Lechacha every year? We read it every year. It happens that if we're reading it every year, we're not here to read old stories. Who has time? We're reading it every year because it's happening every year. Matantara is here every day, every year, brand new. Relative to the first Matantara, this is way higher. Every year it's way higher. Um, and Lech Lecha means move forward, true moving forward, true progress, true movement, true movement relative to where you were before. I'm going to say something about what I said at the beginning in a second. True movement, Lech Lecha means true movement relative to where you were before. Okay. Remember we said at the beginning, most people are feeling unsettled this week. Unsettled. Why are they feeling unsettled? Uh, it's so it's so out of the box this week. True movement relative to where I was before. Kind of infinite movement, movement to in, into infinity. Hey, Gavald, it's, it's fa- such fancy words. true movement? What's true movement? Meaning, wherever we were before, that's gone completely. That's an interesting energy. So can can you see why the week is a kind of a strange week? Because true movement means... It, 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 it's quite an energy. And we see, and by the way, when Hashem said to us at Matantara, the Ten Commandments, the Aserah birth, everybody passed away ten different times. And he brought us back, Kiyosa Mason, through the dew of, of Tyra. D-E-U, dew of Tyra. And after our Neshama's left, with the first of the Aserah verse, because we reached the fullness of our Avaita, Hashem brought the dew of Tchiyas Amazim, dew of Tyra, of the Tyra of the future. Boom! He gave us a whole new, a whole new shlichus, a whole new life, a whole new, ten times. So that means, and we're going to try to bring this to a conclusion, that means, that always, even after Matantaira, we will always have the Avaida of Lech Lecha. It will always be a preparation for Matantaira. Huh? But wait, Matantaira we already had. Well, that was the template, Matantaira. But the, the energy of Matantaira that happens every year, every day, it, you don't just, you don't just, 
jump into the water, you know, get yourself used to the temperature of the water. You don't just jump into Matanzaro, you need preparation. You don't just jump into Eretz Yisrael, you need, you need to build yourself up to it, preparation. Lech Lecha. So Lech Lecha is not just preparing us for higher levels of Tyra, but Lech Lecha is Nogea to the completion of Tyra. Without, if we want to come to the highest level of Tyra, every year when we're coming to a higher level of Tyra, you're not going to get there unless you go through Lech Lecha. And in order to come to the full completion of Tyra in Mashiach times, you're not going to get there without Lech Lecha. It's part and parcel of the whole system. So what is Lech Lecha for me here now? We don't get anywhere without it. It is the fast track to wholeness, to truth, to Enad Novada, to Geula Shlema. Lech Lecha is the fast track. 